Good evening. It's been a wild couple of weeks. And, you know, as you get into a lot of stuff, you'll be like, man. So I've been going up and down, up and down, up and down. I'm going to talk about that tomorrow on my mini series because I think it's very important that, you know, we discussed a lot of the ins and outs of depression, how it can affect because we all think depression killing yourself. But it doesn't always end that. It doesn't always end or begin that way. You you can't have what I call functional depression where you're functional, but you're still depressed and you may not be highly functional. So I'm going to talk about that with my battles of dealing with that throughout the last couple of months. But today, you know, within the last, I guess, 72 hours, you know, we learned about Sir Harakari Richardson, I think I'm pronouncing her name right, and her, you know, unfortunate timing with um, marijuana use. And before I before we talk about that, let's let's rewind. Being black in America, uh, probably around the world, but I, I can only talk about being in America is a very interesting situation. Not because of what we face with racism, because that's 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 a big part of it. But the inner workings of being black and what I mean by that is, is that black people, we have a tendency to to latch on to any crusades. And I know people are like, no, we don't know. And I'm like, yeah, actually, we do. We, we latch on to a lot of crusades. We. You know, when Asian hate started, what did they first thing they try to do? Put us all together, you know. Well, you know, Asian hate. Black people should support Asian hate. Well, not really, you know. Not saying that you don't deserve to be supported, but black people should not automatically support gay and lesbians. The, um, L, I'm not even going to pronounce it because I'm going to mess up. It's more letters in it now. And that's not me trying to be funny. It's just more groups are being recognized. But in the homosexual community, you know, first thing they say is, you know, black people should support because you know what they're going through. No, technically, no. It's a difference. And I'm sorry. It is a difference. We shouldn't rush the cape. But we do. And what's the problem I'm noticing is, is that we so quick to cape, 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 cape. But nobody capes for us. Remember, these same two groups do not advocate for our rights. And I dare you to challenge me. And when I say challenge me, I don't mean you go to that one Asian person, you know, or you go to the Asian restaurant. You're like, yeah, they support. No, I'm talking about I'm talking about really supporting us on Capitol Hill, really supporting us at our state Senate. The Congress is really supporting us in our local government. I want I want you to show me. The gay, lesbian, Asian community, caring communities that are really advocating for the rights of African-Americans. Show me. Please. Because what we are seeing is, is that these communities are quick to round up our activists, round up our um, young people to fight for their causes. But when it comes time for them to come, hey, let's pay that full circle. They disappear. Oh, or they throw their hands up. They're like, you know, there's there's levels to it. I would support, but I don't really understand the situation. Y'all heard that before? No, I would support, but I mean, it it 
it doesn't look like, you know, what, what y'all saying it looks like. Yeah, we heard those things before from those groups, but that's just the tip of the iceberg where I'm going at when I say caping. So that that's part of caping outside the community, inside the community. We cape for the wrong people. And I'm going to tie this in to Miss Miss Richardson. We're so quick to want to go and advocate for everybody that does wrong. Y'all ever seen scenes in your community where the cops come in and they bust people? And within the community, they bust them. They're like, oh, you're doing wrong. We're going to bust them. People come out of their houses and stuff like, why are you messing with them? They ain't doing nothing wrong. And the cops pull out guns. They the person has a rap sheet long. They got crack on them, and 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 you're sitting there looking at these these people who are trying to advocate for this person who really was doing damage in their community. It's like, why are you advocating for that? But that's what we do. We advocate for the wrong people. We advocate for just people just to be advocating for them, and that's the stupidity of being black in America. And that's where we have to ask ourselves, what do we want? Do we want to be taken seriously? Because I'm learning that, honestly, we, we are more of a joke than anything else. How do you know this, my Sean? When Miss Richardson got caught using marijuana, people were mad because they're like, oh, they're just trying to keep black people out of the Olympics. No, they're not. She didn't have to smoke. Well, you know, marijuana shouldn't be illegal. That's not the argument. Once again, as black people, we have the wrong argument sometimes. That's not the argument. I agree with you. Maybe marijuana should not be. And it is being, you know, legalized in some states and things like still not federal, but some states and things like that. That's not the argument. The argument is, is that she knew the rules. More importantly, her camp knew the rules. This is why I say this is why being black is it's it's hard being black because you want to be down. See, she didn't smoke weed because of what she said. She smoked weed because she wanted to be down. Why is that? Because it's something that Acho and Wiley said. And I appreciate those two guys, brothers, because they really break things down. They're like, just because you go through something, those will give you a license to do wrong. Understanding that your mother passed, your bi- as, as they say, your biological mother. I don't know why that was thrown out there. That was that was a weird statement because that that lets me know that maybe you and her wasn't in a familiarity situation. But to each his own. That doesn't give you a license to do wrong. And I know people be like, well, you ain't never lost your mother. You right. I have not lost my mother, but I have lost people. And in the last two years between me and Monica, we have lost people. And you got to understand losing people is one thing, but losing people during a pandemic is another. So we were depressed. Do you not think we didn't want to roll up? But if I roll up, I lose my job. The other thing about this, which is really disturbing to me, is the fact, and it's something that Acho and Wally brought up, and it's something that we all know in life. There are no such thing as surprise drug tests. 
You know when you're getting drug tests. They do that because they don't want to catch you. Because if they wanted to catch you smoking, they honest to God would drug test you without telling you. And they got the capabilities of doing it. But you realize that they actually tell you when they're going to drug test. Like, you know you're going to get drug tested. She know before events she's going to get drug tested. Which means that she did not care. And more importantly, the people she around did not care. See, and that's where, you know, I have to give Hassan Campbell credit because he always say, watch your circle. See, she was surrounded by the wrong people to include the person that she got, whatever she got from either joint, blood, edibles. Whoever she was around that allowed her to do that was wrong and was not a true friend. That's like... You getting with a friend and they're like, man, I'm going through a lot. This ain't there. Let's go to a bar and just drink, 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 drink. And you know that they, they got to go to work in the morning. As a friend, you have to say no. Man, you got to go to work in the morning. I understand what you're going through. It's hard, but not going to work is not going to make the situation better. Her not going to the Olympics is not making this better. It's actually going to make it worse. And see, and that's the problem as black people we have. We're, we're looking at it because we, we honestly think it's racist. First off, it's not racist. And I'm not, and I'm one, I'm always, you know, I'm always like, you know what? A lot of stuff is race related and we need to stop that. This one is not. This one was black and white. It was you did wrong, you get punished. With that being said, why are we what are we supporting? And here's where we have to be careful. What are we supporting as black people? Supporting her and saying you was wrong is one thing. Saying, you know what, you did wrong, you got chastised, you know, but don't let this get you down. And I understand, bam, next four years, marijuana may be legal. I'm an advocate for players getting paid in it. um, in college, now they're finally getting paid. You know, I don't think Reggie Bush should have ever gave back his um, Heisman Trophy because he earned that Heisman Trophy and the school then never turned back. Just like with Michigan, these schools do not give back that money. They will vacate those wins. They will erase those players, but they never give up the money that those players bring in. And that's one thing I always say was wrong with the system. The school still makes money regardless whether they hang those banners or not. So now... They get to hang those banners and they kept the money from it and probably get retroactive money because now they can start promoting. Oh, Michigan going to kill the Fab Five now. Oh, yeah, we're going to use the Fab Five. We got one of them coaching now. We got the banners hanging. We're going to bring Chris Weber back. They're about to make millions on millions. USC, oh, that whole Reggie Bush era about to come back to life. So I understand the rules. And that's one thing we have to understand as black people. We think we could break the rules because we feel as though their rules are oppressive to us. Not going to argue certain things, but what I am going to say is this. If you get hurt at work, what's the first thing they tell you to go do? A drug test. Now, they, they tell you not to smoke, not to do drugs, not to drink alcohol during the 24-hour periods of you working. These are facts. But if you get caught, you lose your job. See, the rules didn't tell her she couldn't smoke. What they said was within the period of you 
performing your duty. And that's why you have to give, have to give credit to Acho and Wiley because they broke that down. It never said she couldn't smoke. It said that during the time period, you can't have this much in your system. In other words, even though they understand they gave you an out and you still didn't, which means that you were continuously doing it. And I know a lot of people are like, but that's not in performance enhancement. We're not going to judge that. I'll tell you to go watch Speak for Yourself. That was a great episode. And they broke down why it is a performance enhancement because what it can do. I'm not going to say it is or isn't, but I will say this. If you get hurt on your job, The first thing they do outside of making sure you are okay is to send you to go get a drug test that same day. I seen people quit their job when on the day of an accident because they knew they wasn't going to pass that drug test. You will quit a job. So that is her job. And what how you feed your family is how it's cute that Nike is supporting her. That's cute. But realistic, let's be real, man. We've seen these companies, and this is why I say, Kate, these companies, they don't care about... She's hot right now because it's still a black, black-centric black air right now. But the truth of the matter is, we need to stop that. And what we need to do is we need to start standing on what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong. If you want marijuana to be legal, it will be legal. But just like alcohol, you can't have it in your system when you perform in certain things. Oh, well, football players use it all the time. Basketball players talk about they be high doing the games and stuff. And they don't fail drug tests either, do they? Because everybody knows when they get tested. Don't allow people to get caught. See, it's easy for people to get cocky when they're retired. You're hearing this from a lot of retired players. What they're not telling you is, is that they knew when they were getting tested, whether that was right or wrong, whether that was cool or not cool. They knew when they were going to get tested. In other words, she knew when she was going to get tested. So when you know you're going to get tested, it's like having an open book test. You can't fail it unless you purposely fail it. She purposely failed the test. I would have loved to see her in the Olympics. Saw her running. I was like, man, that girl can run. She, were, I, I seen Flojo and Jackie Jonah Kersey. I remember them. I remember when Marion Jones was actually good. The other one, we ain't going to talk about her. She does bobsledding or something. I don't know. But um, I, I'm, not a, I'm not that big in track and field, but I, that's, I do watch it. I mean, it is. I mean, that's really is a Omano Omano event. That's a one event where it's up to you to pass. So I would have loved to see her in it. I love her flair. I love her capabilities but unfortunately just because we love that doesn't mean you know when we say quote unquote black girl magic we have to understand that there's rules and regulations to it if we don't abide by the rules and regulation it goes back to talking about the cops you want to disband the cops but you still have crime are you going to stand up to that crime a lot of y'all still wear the pictures of a child who committed a murder in other words what i'm saying is is that when that child dies and a gang related activity drug related activities or anything like that you wear their shirt as if they were a child and they were innocent when in reality they were killers 
we do this a lot in the black community, which makes other communities look at us like we're stupid. You do not see other communities doing this. They do not do that. They don't. Hey, if one of their people go off and do bad and they die, they they'll bury them. We we gotta be. Oh, he was a saint. Where? In the third grade? Really? So we're going to use third grade pictures to 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 say he was a saint. Okay, cool, no problem. That's 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 blackisms. Because as black people, we have what blackisms, stupid things that we say that we think make sense, but it doesn't make sense out. It doesn't even make sense in our community. But more importantly, it doesn't make sense outside the community, which is why we're never taken serious. Why is this important? Because. Whether or not you believe marijuana should be legal or illegal, that's not the point. I think it should be legalized. I think it has great capabilities of coping with stuff better than a lot of the pills that they give us. I'm I'm a big advocate of that. But I know that I can't partake in it. So even though I rest on the side of making it legal because I see the benefits of it, I can't partake in it. I would love to use CBD oil. I heard it's great for the joints, but if I use it and I pop hot on a drug test, how can I explain that? Because I, it's not legal for me. It's not legal for federal. Am I willing to jeopardize my family to make a point? Am I willing to jeopardize my livelihood? Am I willing to jeopardize my daughter? These are things that I have to think about on a daily basis. And most adults think about these things once again this is why i said her age played a part in this because she's 21 honestly she thought she's 21 she has 21 thinking and that's why we have to be careful when we escape because 21 thinking she gonna look back on this four years from now she's gonna be like that was a wasted period that was wasted And she's going to look back on it and she's going to be like, you know what? I wish. And you know what she's going to say? And I guarantee you this. I wish I had better people around me who would have pulled me to the side and said no. That's coming. Trust me. I give it a year, especially if they don't reverse it and they keep the ban and she doesn't go to the Olympics. Damn. We have to stop caping for things. Until we have a better understanding of them. We caping because she's black. And she's a black woman. But in reality she did wrong. No matter how you justify it. And I'm going to tell you like this. The justification y'all giving her. Is the same justification that people give drug dealers. The same justification people give gang members. They grew up without a father. So they joined the gang and sold drugs. That makes it right. Oh, you know, they, they there's no jobs out here. So that's all they know. There's a lot of jobs. out here. I mean, motherfuckers are getting bonuses to work at McDonald's. I'm, I'm sorry. They get paid every day and they get health insurance. I mean, there's no excuse for people to be joining gangs. There never was. There was never an excuse for gangs and there was never an excuse for drug dealers. That that was just we created that because we said, oh, this is the only way we can make it in America, which is not true. Because if we use that dynamic, then we wouldn't have had Oprah's. We wouldn't have Bob Johnson's. We wouldn't have the list goes on and on and on. And these I'm not naming athletes because I that's that's 
athletes, I think those are different because that's an ability. But when you start naming people who actually own enterprises, when you start naming people, and I know y'all like you only name two, but there's many more I can name. But, you know, if we could sit here all day and name names, that's cool. But this is why I said we know as a black in, in the black community, we use excuses to justify wrong. When in reality, if we start standing up to it and saying, you know what, wrong is wrong, maybe we'll get more respect from other communities. And I'm a big advocate of that because I love black people. I love us. I love our culture, even though we pimp it out. I love our culture. I love who we are. I love what we can do. I love the fact that we are have the ability to actually create everything. And that's one thing that can never be taken away. We have the ability to create everything and have everything with nothing. And I think that we need to stop that mentality of just surviving. And that's one of the things I'm going to talk about tomorrow. When I, it's, we've been in survival mode for so long that we, we just, anything to survive is what we do. But sometimes we have to ask ourselves, why are we still eating at the bottom of the barrel when there's a full plate on the table? I'm not saying this is perfect. I never say it's perfect. I always say America is an interesting woman because she hates us and loves us, but she doesn't know how to convey it, which is racism. Because deep down inside, most racist people fantasize about black people in some shape, form, or fashion from being intimate with them to Watching them on TV, there is there there is you just can't deny that part. But we have to understand that we can't keep continuing this downward spiral of negativity and letting that define us. I hate, and I honestly, God, I hate the fact that she tested positive I hate the fact that she lost her mother because do I believe that that led to her smoking that's what she tells me I can't deny or I mean personally she's been smoking because that's not the first thing you go to if you oh I'm gonna smoke weed now no you've been smoking that's let's be honest you've been smoking now you may have been smarter with your smoking which I believe that I, I believe that, and I, I know a lot of people don't want to hear that. They'll be like, oh, you you just knocking her. I'm not knocking her. I'm just saying how many people just wake up one day and they just have a bad day and they just say, I'm going to just go smoke weed. Not That's not what you say. Most, some people say, I'll go drink. Now, that's common. But to go smoke weed, nah. She's been probably dibbling, dabbling in it throughout her life, which is, is what it is. Um I'm not here to, that's one thing I say, I'm not here to, to knock her or justify her or unjustify her. I'm just saying that we have to make a stand on what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And as black people, if we don't continuously do that, then we will always be a laughing stock because people will be like, y'all can't get things right. Y'all want the cops to come help you, but when we come help you, 
you want to chastise us for removing the criminal activity of your community. But these are your kids. We have rules in place. You want to smoke. They never say you couldn't smoke. They just said don't smoke during a certain period. We hear athletes all the time talk about they smoke. Ricky Williams got used to get caught all the time. But you know what? And in his story, he, he could redeem now because he's Ricky Williams, but he lost a lot behind marijuana. He lost a lot behind doing that. And one thing I say is, you know, we have to be careful because addictions are addiction. Porn is an addiction. People lose a lot behind porn. I I'm, could testify that I probably lost a lot behind porn. And when I say loss, I lost a lot of my my personal life because porn had took over. So we have to be careful with a lot of things because it can be addictive. So I'm not saying that she's addicted to it. I'll never say that. But what I will say is this is a teachable moment. And I think this is what we should do with our children. Whether or not we agree marijuana should be legalized or not, this is a teachable moment. This is a moment to say that what's more important because this is and and it struck me on that because a lot of times we self-sabotage and I'm I'm huge on that. I, I, I look at my life. I'm like, I thank God that I haven't killed myself because I've self-sabotaged a lot personal and professional. And I, that this moment is a teachable moment for me because it says that even on the grandest stage, sometimes we can self-sabotage. So what makes us self-sabotage? And that's what I'm going to talk about tomorrow, because honestly, it fits. So when we look at these things, please, please, please don't don't make it race and don't don't make it. Oh, we they're just treating her bad. Just look at it as a teachable moment, because truth be told, it's self-sabotage. And that's the scary part about it. That's what we need to start working on is how can we reduce that moving forward? I wish her the best and I I hope it works out for her and they may let her run. If they don't let her run, I hope the next four years she tear it up on the U.S. circuit, the world circuit to where the next Olympics it be fantastic. She has a lot of potential and I just know I just I'm glad that she's getting the support. I'm glad that people are uplifting her because that she will need that during this time. But let's put things in perspective, because at the end of the day, she self-sabotaged. And as a person who's been down that road, I pray that she gets the help that she needs because I, I, I'm working on that myself. Be blessed.